Hi, welcome to Get In Loser. I'm Elizabeth Winchell, a 20th century oil tycoon and multimillionaire. And this is my co-host, Soraya Barker, my mistress, who probably won't kill me to steal my fortune. Not until you're old, at least. I gotta give you time to, like, build up the wealth, and then I'll kill you to take it. And it'll also look less suspicious. And I'll also probably do it in your sleep when you're old, because it'll look like you had, like, a heart attack and passed away peacefully in your sleep. Are you going to do, like, a life insurance policy? No, that's too obvious. Okay. I think I'm just going to change your will. Well, you're going to change your will because I'm going to be... Manipulative. Manipulative. Basically, once I get the wife out of the picture, it all just kind of comes to me. Mm, so once once the wife is out, the mistress, I will become the new wife. It's it's a whole thing. We can chat about it a little later. So I guess it's time to... Get in, loser! <laughs> dream date, but with a surprise. Sarai and I were inspired by the great movie, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. We were going to go on a date, but throughout the date, act and do things we wouldn't typically do. The date itself was even going to be a bit odd. So let's see how we did that, Sarai. You know, it was a really weird thing. So we're talking about, like, how do you just, like, be weird? So I'm try- I've, of course, watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, f- like, five times to understand exactly what to do. I did my research. I definitely didn't. That movie's research. Not that movie's research. But um, before we get it, how did it go for you? How did that go? Just the, in general. The research? The date. How did that go? Just sum it up in one word. Because this uh, will be great. Lively. <laughs> Twas lively. <laughs> Sorry, that's just all I could think of. Li- like, who does? <laughs> Anyways. I'm sorry. I- I'm not somebody who goes out on dates often, mm-hmm. just because, like, me and Tanner, my boyfriend, are busy, but um, we're, we hang out all the time. But going out and doing dates is not a typical thing for us. Mm-hmm. I've been with Tanner for coming up on uh, a while. We've been together for over three years now. And oh, old. Yeah. So old. And I'm, like, just trying to think about um, things to just like, the things that Andy does and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days if I did that stuff, Tanner would immediately know something was wrong. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we didn't tell them that this was a weird date. We just went for it. Mm-hmm. And if I did something weird like Andy did, Tanner like, would immediately know. Like adopt a dog and, like, buy matching outfits. And, yeah. Yeah. Adopt a dog, buy matching outfits, just, like, start blowing his nose for him. Mm-hmm. Like, he wouldn't know something was wrong. Mm-hmm. So I took it in a way where I just did it. Something is slightly wrong here. Mm-hmm. So, basically, my first initial thought was, okay, I'm a person who I am not a big fan of science. (laughs) It is my vendetta as a person because I've always been terrible at science. That's surprising because you are very much a logical brain person. Yes, but then I barely passed chemistry. Hmm. Like, it's just science is something that I really, I really struggle with it, therefore I hate it. Mm. And I think it's terrible. But I'm very grateful that people are good at it and enjoy it. So my thought was, okay, I'm going to take Tanner to the Natural History Museum. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about dinosaurs for, like, the entire time. <laughs> and I thought that would be great. But then Tanner worked until 5 every single day, and the museum closed at 5. And I just realized that, like, the day that we were supposed to do our date. So I looked up things to do around our area. And then I see that there's a monster truck rally here in the area this weekend. What? What? You I want to go. <laughs> I. That's like my dream. Actually, I, f- I think I've been to one when I was little, so maybe that wouldn't be new. But was it like Mario Kart, but like the big trucks? Like, do you know how Mario Kart has that like mini game where you like collect the coins and like run over each other? This they, is... did, they did have massive coins that they actually drove over <laughs> on the track and they collected them. It was crazy. There was also banana peels. Wow. It, and, like, the mushrooms. And the mushrooms. So. You saw Bowser in real life. I'm so jealous. Yeah, so I tell Tanner, let me go back to this text conversation. Okay, so here's how I sold it to Tanner. Okay. He said, 
do you want to go to a monster truck rally at this place? <laughs> I've been listening to a podcast about, like, motorsports, and I think it'd be really fun. It's tomorrow night at 7. His response was, excuse me? <laughs> no, that's so funny. And then the next thing he said, he immediately backtracks okay. and goes, sure, I guess we can go. And then I said, do you not want to? <laughs> this poor kid, he's just immediately backtracked, like, no, this will be so fun. Let's totally get... <laughs> so, yeah, I... we... I can just I can just see the dynamic. Like poor little Tanner is just so sweet and he's like what? But then he's like no actually yeah, I totally support you. Of course we can go. That's such a random thing. But the tying it into a podcast that was smart because he knows you like podcasts. I know. So that's that's believable. Went on to it about this uh podcast that I listened to and I'm like, "Well, I listened to like an intro about it." Dude, I had a whole backstory. I had a whole backstory about how I was super into motorsports. I, by the way, I think motorsports are cool. I don't know anything about them. But you acted like you did. You pulled off this character. I am a genius. I created a beautiful character. What would you name your character? Motorcyclia. <laughs> I don't. I do it. I'm like trying to come up with a name. Motorcyclia. Motorcyclia. Princess Soraya. Mario Soraya. Sir, Princess Peach Raya. Because that is exactly what was happening. It was Mario. Okay. We get tickets to this monster truck rally, and I'm like, okay, I I need to turn this into a whole date. So talking to Elizabeth, she's like, okay, you need to take him to a weird dinner. And I'm like, what the F constitutes a weird dinner? Mm-hmm. That's a weird request. It's like a sketchy food truck in the middle of a park <laughs> or like an alley that you like never would go to. But you're like, I always drive past it. Now's the day that I decide I've always loved it. You know that shady dude at the back of the store that's trying to sell me tamales? Mm-hmm. That's, the t- that's the time. Mm-hmm. What I turned out doing is that we went to a restaurant that specializes in seafood boils. Oh. Do you know what seafood boils are, no. Elizabeth? So basically, there's something that's like really common in the South. And basically, you just throw in a bunch of like seafood into a pot, some seasonings, and like corned potatoes. And you just steam them all together. You boil them together. It's exactly what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And then it, you just... Usually you like just dump it all out on a table and you just eat it with your hands and it's super messy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, let's go do that. That'll be so fun. I like totally convinced Tanner to do it. And, you know, we go to this place. The lighting is super duper dark. Mm. It's like it's really warm and really dark. So me and Tanner are just kind of like looking at each other like, what's happening? Is this supposed to be romantic? Oh, it's it's like a weird candlelit dinner. That's exactly what is happening. Except there's also like. What is it? One of the fish plaques right next to our face. Oh. Like, this is wonderful. I love it. So we pick out what seafood we want in our boil and everything, and we, like, put that all together, and then we choose the sauce. And then we're just hanging out. We get fries. That place had really good fries. Mm. Suddenly a dude comes by with just a bucket filled with napkins and gloves and forks and this weird nutcracker thingy, which I later found out was a crab cracker thing. yeah, yeah. So that was terrifying, and it's, like, covered in plastic, and there's, like, just a ton of plastic. So it's like you're about to do surgery on that table. I was about to do surgery on that table. Okay. I was. What kind? Like, it, crack open a chest? Let let me relive my horrifying experience of a seafood boil. That is seafood boil. So first thing is that we get, like, the food, like, dumped out in front of us, and I'm acting like this is totally normal. Tanner's, like, just kind of looking, and... The freaking... So we got shrimp in it. Mm-hmm. And Tanner takes an entire shrimp and just puts it in his mouth, as you do. Mm-hmm. Didn't realize that, like, they didn't take the shells or the heads off. <gasps> oh. Tanner's like... He just looks at me and just, like, panics, and I hear a crunch in his <laughs> mouth. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my gosh. And he's, like, horrified and, like, on the verge of choking. Oh, totally. And I go, do you need to spit it out? And he just stares at me in shock and chews it and swallows it. He did that? He did the that. The shell and all? He later told me he panicked. And so, just ate the whole... <laughs> wow, like, what oh, a trooper. No, what, what have I done? But then, here's the best part. I have gloves on. Okay. And then I have to figure out how to crack open a crab. Mm-hmm. I have never done this before <laughs> in my entire life. It is so much harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it, it is. is so hard. It takes some muscle. And then you think you're going to break your finger doing it. I'm afraid I'm going to break the crab, even though that, like, that's the point. Yeah. I felt like I like, was desecrating crab. a corpse. No, yeah. it <laughs> It's brutal. It's. I prefer to my food, for my food to become pre-desecrated. 
all of the hard stuff has been done for me. It was great. And it's just me cracking it because that was the only pair of gloves we can find. We had a great time. That <laughs> it sounds was like great. Yeah, a whole experience. It really was. What, what I learned from that is that we had a great time having a terrible time. You're trying to eat your food, but you have to work to eat it. So it feels like you're back in the day where it's like you had to hunt your food. And exactly. Like, you're on an island. I'm not built for that. I'm really just not. I am not built to hunt down my already dead food. Mm-hmm. The food tasted really good. It was great. It was just more work. I feel like I had to pay a lot of money to do the work. Mm. Which it can be appealing for some people. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways, we had a great time having a terrible time. Mm-hmm. So down the street is where the monster truck rally is being held. Okay. So we like just walk in this building, and I immediately notice there's a specific type of crowd. Mm. Sorry, that sounded like bad, but like it's kind of like the redneck crowd. Right. Redneck, which as a redneck myself, I can say that, and uh, five year olds. Five-year-old boys, to be particular. Hmm. And the, that, like, dragged their parents. Like, Mommy, I want to go see No, that. totally, yeah. yeah. Or, like, the parents that, like, said, Oh, I got you tickets to go see a monster truck show. And they're all screaming. Like, they're all like, the oh. best thing. But, of course, there's the hybrid of the five-year-old red redneck. Mm-hmm. So me and Tanner are just walking around. I should mention what I decided to wear to this. Oh, yeah. Let's put this picture so in our heads. I immediately am like, what can I do to, like, make Tanner uncomfortable with this. Okay, so, like, describe what you usually wear versus like, what you did. I usually wear, like, jeans and a sweatshirt wherever. I wear comfy, casual clothes. Mm. And I will say, this was no exception. So I was trying to figure out what to wear that would throw him off because Tanner knows most of what I own and what I wear. Mm-hmm. So I went to Walmart, and I found the most glorious T-shirt <laughs> on the planet. Do you have a picture? I do. Oh, good. I do. Let me pull it. Excuse my grossness, but that's the picture of it. Basically, oh, no, it's one what? of those. It's one of the shirts with like the wild animals on it, like the realistic wild animals that are like fading into the mist. And the best part, it's a wolf. And it's a wolf. It's a wolf like the last episode. I had to make sure Tanner knew where my priorities were. <laughs> <laughs> I got this for a specific reason. So when we were in, we went to Jackson Hole a couple months ago. Okay. And there was this shirt. It was the same exact shirt, like that same type of stylish shirt. Yeah. We'll post it on our Instagram so you can see it. But you guys, I think you all know what I'm talking about. It like has like a realistic animal on it. And then it has like faded versions of that animal behind it or like some camo type like nature. Super campy. It's very, yeah. It almost looks like. Those 80s pictures of people, but with an animal instead, kind of? It's trying way too hard to Mm -hmm. be traumatic. Like, not traumatic. To be dramatic for a t-shirt. It was traumatic for me. (laughs) To wear it. (laughs) No, actually, really, that is now my new favorite Mm t-shirt. But we were in Jackson Hole a couple of months ago, and there is a t-shirt just like it, but it was green, and it had a bear instead of a wolf. Mm -hmm. Instead of wolves, it was bears. And I said, Tanner, I'm going to get this. And he said, over my dead body. And you said, said absolutely not. I got some recordings of this, so I asked him how he felt about my shirt. (laughs) Let me make sure that this is the right one. Anyways, basically, I go, so, hon, what do you like about my shirt? He goes, I actually like it. I think it looks great. I'm like, really, you do? He goes, yeah, I think it's, like, really fun. He goes, I think you just really wanted to get into the culture of this monster truck rally. He's trying so hard to be (laughs) supportive. He's trying so hard. And I'm like, really? I thought when you're in Jackson Hole... That you said that this was different. And he goes, no, like, that you said you didn't like this. And he goes, no, that one was a bear. It's totally different. (laughs) He's like, you're wearing this and you can't change, so I just have to support you so you don't feel self-conscious going to this event. No, totally. That's exactly what happened. And I put, like, um, purple eyeshadow under my eyes and, like, made, like, a super thick wing. Really? And he, he genuinely really liked that. Like, I asked him, like, later, and he's like, yeah, no, that was, like, really hot. And I'm like, <laughs> But, yeah, so we go into this monster truck rally, and so we find our seats, and then I go up to the bathroom, and we get there early, and there's always, like, uh, rallies. There's, like, a pre-show kind of, like, party where you just get to, like, look at the monster trucks and stuff. Like a tailgate. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a tailgate. Like, you just get to look at the monster trucks. We didn't go to that, but I'm up in the bathroom and I just hear this little girl with her mom going is that over is this over and her mom just goes yeah it's totally over we're gonna go home now that was the whole show that was the monster truck show Wow! (laughs) just totally convincing your kid 
that that was it. That was the end of the monster truck show. She wanted to go. She She's, wanted to go. Yeah. And it was like, dude, I have so much respect for that mother. Mm-hmm. The little girl's going to grow up to become a professional monster truck driver. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was great. So... Like, normally this is a place where people play hockey or things like that. I went to a Lumineers concert there not too long ago. Hey. Or I guess back last July, so it was a while ago. But, like, immediately I walk in. There's these huge monster trucks on the ground, of course. But what I really notice is just the piles of dirt on the ground. And all I can think of is imagine being the one to clean that up. Mm. But they can sell it. They can sell the dirt. Uh, sell the dirt. Monster truck dirt. Monster truck dirt. And then they can grow potatoes out of it and make monster truck chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to our rabbit hole episode from last week for, for more on for, that. Yeah, it will make more sense. It will make promise. more sense. We promise. But also something I notice is that absolutely everyone is wearing ear protection in the arena. Oh, yeah. It's noisy. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> everyone has, like, something on You can tell. The veterans from the noobs by the ear protection. Okay. Okay, the freaking people ahead of us, they had a baby. Oh. Like, a newborn baby, like, this woman just popped that baby out in the bathroom right. and walked him into this monster truck rally. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? And then they, she just places a full-on pair of heads. Like, like those big ones. The big ones on the child. Aww. But a little taste of kind of what this sounded like. It was crazy. Okay, it was I, so, I mean, that's loud. I can. It was, yeah. like, really loud. And so I look around. Nobody has, I mean, I don't have ear protection. Tanner brought ear protection. No. Tanner brought it. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be the expert. He brought it. Did he bring some for you or just him? Yes, he brought it for both oh, of us. Oh, that's sweet. Look at him go. He's I know. the mom so of nice. the relationship. I hate him. He's <laughs> just the worst. I'm, like, supposed to be the expert. <laughs> to really sell this thing that I know th- about monster trucks. I go on a tangent about the... They had about five monster trucks there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe six. There were six monster trucks there. And I tell them about each and every single one. What things did you tell them? The extent that I knew about monster trucks at this point was just the description that I read on the website. <sighs> so one of them, the truck was former world champion. I went off on that. Another one was like a big name, like a really known name. called the. It was the USA One, for those of you who... No monster trucks. So would you just, like, talk about the tires and, like, what kind of tire? No, totally. Like, just weird details? I just, like, pointed out, like, oh, do you see how that truck is a little bit more smooth on top? That one was called the plain one, so that one is going to get better air than the one next to it, which has a more flat top. That's going to get more forward movement. I didn't know what I was talking about. I, You're like, I know the physics of this. I know I, the science. I'm a science person, Tanner. I, I love science, and I love cars, too. <laughs> I know everything about them. So, then this thing starts, and, like, I'm realizing they have officials. The officials are on the actual track. Like, the officials are standing there, and there is this man named Lunchbox. They called him Lunchbox. That's his stage name? I don't know if that's his stage name or his Christian name, but Lunchbox did the most. Like, okay. dude, this man, he was running across this freaking monster truck, like, this track, this huge track... Just back and forth. He's just running and running and making sure these trucks are going and all of these things. Um, There is one time, so they had a smaller truck too. They did like a smaller truck races around the obstacles and stuff. Mm -hmm. And there is this um, smaller truck that tipped over. Mm. And um, they like got it back up. And it was like leaking a lot of gas, but like that's normal apparently. And so the uh, driver was driving it back off. But then I'm looking in the hood and they're like pretty close to where I'm sitting. And there's fire in the hood. There's literal fire. And As I'm like, leaking oil. Yeah. And I'm turning to her. I'm like, there's fire. There's fire. And like the driver sees it eventually. And he just like jumps out and they're totally fine. And my man Lunchbox comes dashing across the entire track with a fire extinguisher. What? Takes that shit out like nobody's business. And then he just waves the truck on like it's another normal day. What a hero. That, I know. Wow, you got quite the show. I thought that Josh Groban was the love of my life. But, you know, Lunchbox is up there. Okay. Lunchbox, he, he did a lot. <laughs> the thing that made me die laughing, though, was that if a truck, if a, one of the big monster trucks got stalled, 
it just got stalled, stuck on top of an obstacle. And then I just see this forklift come like sneaking out, just very slowly sneaking out of the back parking area. And then the car starts moving again and he just slowly slides back in. Just the backup plan, just the backup plan. I love it so much. Wow. <sighs> okay, here's what, here's what shocked me. One of the drivers is 16 years old. No way. He was 16 years old. I just barely got their license. Yeah, like, dude, it was shocking. Like, with Monster Truck, as with, like, any other, like, decathlon type of thing, Mm. there's multiple events. They have um, speed, like, they do racing, like, timed timed laps to see Mm -hmm. who's the fastest. They do freestyles where, I guess you can kind of think about it like skateboarding, Mm. where they have, like, those freestyle sections and then ones where they just get to show off skills. And just all that really cool stuff. And the 16-year-old run, won the entire competition. The 16-year-old. And I'm like, when I was 16 years old, I couldn't even back up a car. Do you know how many accidents I got into when I was 16? How many, Zoraya? How many? Okay, I'm trying to think. Okay, first time I backed into my sister's car. It was right behind me, mm-hmm. so it was her fault, really. <laughs> and um, my sister's parked car, and it was really her fault. For um, being there. For being there. At the wrong um, place, at the wrong time. Yeah, it, that was on her. Mm-hmm. And let's see, there was another one where I hit my back gate backing out. There's another one where I hit my coworker's car. This is all in the span oh. of, like, the first six months of me driving. I hit my coworker's car, and there's a dent in that. Um, as I was driving down the street, I clipped somebody's window of a parked car. <laughs> um, and then like I... on the right side, you just... Yes. <laughs> and then I backed into my sister's car a second time in the same exact spot, backing up from the same exact place. <laughs> that one, though, I didn't have to tell my dad because I just, like, took a magic eraser and just scrubbed the scuff marks <laughs> off. But now he's going to find out if he listens yeah. to this. Dad, you're not allowed to listen to this. Don't listen to it's it. It's too late. <laughs> but, yeah, I've I've never gotten in actual, like, accidents. Just a lot of fender benders. Just a lot of, you know, yeah. it's, it's really good you're driving me home after this, and it's also really good that you drive a Subaru because without it, you wouldn't probably be alive today, clearly. What can I say? I like to live life on the edge. And that's why I drive a Subaru as a kamikaze pilot. Okay. <laughs> that will also be explained in yeah. our Go rabbit back. hole episode. Go listen to the rabbit hole. So this 16, like, they're back. How do you back up an effing monster truck? I can't even back up a Subaru. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I can't back up without a backup camera. And mm-hmm. that is my, that is my shame. Those are so nice. I, I love my backup camera. How do you back up a monster truck? I forgot to say, the entire time that this is happening, the entire arena is just vibrating. It's just vibrating. Why? Because these effing monster trucks, they have like... The engines? The engines. They have a crazy horsepower. So these things, um, I I did study up for my rant just a little bit. Mm. Um, So monster trucks are typically about 10 feet tall Mm -hmm. and 13 feet long and 12 feet wide. Mm. These things are huge. And they have to weigh above 10,000 pounds to be considered a monster truck. So they have to weigh five tons, at least. Most of them range from, like, 12,000 to 15,000 pounds. These are huge. They have 1,500 horsepower. 1,500 horsepower. What's a normal car? Uh, let me look at my Subaru. Subaru cross track. 152. Wow. 152 for my car. Wow. The 16-year-old is driving a car that is 1,000 times the horsepower of mine and can back it up. So yeah, I feel like I feel like teenagers nowadays are just skipping the awkward phase. Mm. They're just going right for those monster trucks. They're just, yeah, in or so like, many the world is mine. I'm gonna get it. So many ways. Yeah. <laughs> now this monster truck rally, it was really interesting because you know I, that is never something I would go do. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of fun. I don't think it's something I'd go out of my way to do again. Mm-hmm. But it was just really fun, and you could tell the people there they really care about it. And they have a really great time just watching things. Mm-hmm. My favorite part was when the trucks crushed. Like, they had, like, junked cars. Mm. My favorite part is when they crushed the cars with the mm-hmm. monster trucks. I just can't fathom the 16-year-old running over a literal car. I could do just that. Like driving on top of it. That's, yeah, Sarai has a skill. Sounds like with hitting cars. I'm really good them. at that. So catch me in the next Demolition Derby. I will do so well. I will win and not even try. You know what? That brought a flashback back to me like 
going to a monster truck rally and like being, you know, like six and feeling so bad for the cars getting run over. I don't know why I was empathizing with the cars. I felt so bad. I was like, those poor cars, they must be hurting. And then there's me. Yeah, get it! Get the truck, get it! Run it over! I got so mad when they kept missing. There was like one truck that just kept missing the running over the truck. Mm-hmm. Or like landing and jump right on top of the scrapped car. Mm-hmm. I was re- That made me really upset. <laughs> I was so mad. Let's see. So, yeah, after, after this, um, we went to, we just were walking out. And I told Tanner, I got in the car with Tanner. Oh. One more. So this is also what Tanner had to say about um, me asking him to go do monster trucks things. And I think we can just end with this because he's just so romantic. Wait, wait. So you're saying that if anybody else had asked you, you would not have said yes? Yeah. Like I told Kaylee that you I was going to- You don't want to go to a monster truck rally? Who no. are you? It's just, it's just so off-brand for me. Like I told Kaylee, just to see what her reaction would be at work. And she started laughing. Cause she's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, she's like, send pictures. And I'm like, I will. Does she not believe you? No, she, no, she specifically said, she's like, I believe you. I just don't understand how this came to pass. And I explained it and she's like, no, if it was Soraya, sure. I can see her like submit, suggesting something like that. Not that she would go to it, but she's the type of person that would suggest it. So true love, true love, true love. He goes, if anybody asked me but you. So and he said that he would never want to go to a monster truck rally, but he said he'll never go again, too. But he said, well, I just want to spend time with you. So it was great. So anyways, Tanner, if you're listening to this, I love you. You also suck because you knew what was going on, but whatever. (laughs) All right. So thoughts. I love that idea. I love that it was it just came out of nowhere. Somehow from History Museum to Cajun Boyle and a monster truck rally (laughs) in a wolf shirt. Everything about it sounds like a dream date. The best thing that came out of that wasn't, of course, spending time with Tanner. That was not it at all. Mm. It was the wolf shirt. Mm. I will now be wearing that every single day. Yeah, we'll have to post it. It's a dope t-shirt. I love it. We'll be selling it. It'll be in our merch line. <laughs> Dude. We'll, it will just be the shirt from Walmart we're reselling. And we just, the shirt. We just, we just like, go and buy all the shirts from we, Walmart. We cut off the sleeve so it's just like a wife beater version of it. <laughs> we make it a crop top so it's girly. Yeah. Oh, I got that shirt from the men's section, oh, by okay. the way. Okay. It was like a men's like 2XL. It's huge. Amazing. Those are the best shirts. Like, they're comfy. I love gigantic t-shirts. They're the best. Mm-hmm. Best all pajamas. Right. So, how'd it go for you, Elizabeth? Well, oh, mine's very different, but, I mean, there's some similarities. I'm, I'm really interested it. in how this, how you executed this. Yeah. So, you know, I have big dreams, big ambitions. I can be a simple girl, but for the most part, I'm very high-maintenance. Like, you are. You never. Never. <laughs> so, my dream date would honestly be, like, going on a picnic and by the Eiffel Tower... We're going on a hot air balloon ride, like something very extravagant. That's like the type it, of stuff it's I do. Not a about. monster truck rally. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way you said it, you're like so hesitant. <laughs> no, don't offend you and Tanner and the wolf shirt and everyone there. But not my, not my no. culture. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but alas, I'm a 19 year old in college and work as a barista. So what can a 19-year-old barista without a sugar daddy afford? Netflix? A frat party on campus? A grocery store rendezvous? Yes, but I could do better than that for a dream date. I just had to get creative. So for this dream date, I was going to flip it on its head and do a guy's night out kind of dream date. I was kind of inspired by the poker night scene in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Dates. So, I was also inspired by our mini-sode, where Soraya said I was not like other girls. So I went full on, like, okay, I'm a tomboy, I'm, like, one with the guys, you know. I have no idea where you are going with this. I am on the edge of my seat. Scared? Or excited? Yes. All the above. Yes. All right, well, just just picture this. I'm not going to elaborate, yes. Just picture this. A wild Elizabeth, out of her usual habitat... Instead, 
dressed in western boots, jeans, all tied up with a big flashy gold belt that had like paisley engraved metal. You just turned yourself into someone's wet dream. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Was it Zach's? You know, could be. Did he say? Oh, I will tell you. Okay. When I walked downstairs. So she was in character, or at least she tried to be. Now, this character, let's call her Lizzie Jo. She was a wannabe tomboy. She wanted to be one of the guys. And after a long days of work, she'd kick back her feet and enjoy the sun fall from her porch in her rocking chair. So, as someone who was so laid back, she made no reservations, didn't buy tickets beforehand, and didn't spend an hour getting ready. Instead, she went with the flow. Crazy, right? (laughs) So, you're saying, you're saying that your version of just out of the ordinary date is one where you're not crazy? Yeah. (laughs) The one where you're low maintenance? The one where I'm low maintenance. The one where I'm not like Regina George. That's true. You, yeah. You are Regina George in every way. You're also a bitch. So, like, it's, it's so similar. Why, thank you. Hashtag cancel Elizabeth. <laughs> I love that this is an ongoing thing where Soraya hates me. I don't. I maybe don't you're, hate, maybe I don't, you're the real Regina George, Soraya. I don't Let's hate be you. Honest. You are just a hateful person who is going to get canceled. Mm. Anyways, this is Anyways. not. The, this is the consequence of your own actions. <sighs> this is Lizzie Joe. This isn't me we're talking about. This is another girl. Well, no. Lizzie Joe isn't a bitch. You are. Hashtag cancel Elizabeth because she's Regina George. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I don't know much about, like, what guys do when they hang out. So I just made my best guess. They probably want to go to a restaurant that's, you know, pretty inexpensive, but that has, like, a lot of greasy food, you know, pub food. I also was thinking about activities they want to do. I know... They probably like video games, movies, you know, things that aren't. That is so sexist of you. Cancel Elizabeth. Anyways. (laughs) Especially a movie that's not a rom-com. You're really, you are really. (laughs) Stereotyping. Yeah. You don't even have, I don't even have to try to get you canceled. You just do it yourself, (laughs) man. (laughs) Um, So I made some mental notes and I researched some things to do in the area. Rock climbing kind of sounded interesting, but... I already did arm day that day, and I was not about to use my arms to save my life. Oh, so you didn't put Elizabeth aside? No. Lizzie, I... Did Lizzie Joe do arm day, or was oh, it Elizabeth? It was a combined effort. Did you wear the cowboy boots, boots to the gym? No. No, so it was just Elizabeth. Yeah. So Lizzie Joe whipped out. Mm-hmm. And axe throwing sounded fun, but it also seemed kind of overpriced. So I was like... I don't want to pay, like, $60 to throw a piece of metal for 30 minutes to an hour. No, I, I've had the same exact thing, because, like, number one, I never want to go axe throwing because I've seen Game of Thrones too many times, but I just want to throw a piece of metal at a piece of wood. I can do that in my backyard. Yeah, you totally could. Like a tree? Yeah. Just throw things a at tree, a tree? Or just a plank of wood. Mm-hmm. My sister got throwing knives for, like, her 16th birthday. Just set up a plank of wood outside. We're just chucking that. Sh- what about your sister's car? Um, I did hit my sister's car with the knife. Okay. Incidentally. Oh, really? No, that was a lie. Okay, I was like, this is very on brand I already. Did, I did back into my sister's car with a knife. So Okay, now she's going to throw axes at it. Yeah, you were talking about like specifically car accidents. It was... Uh, I had a knife accident with my sister's car. Okay, it's always in the wrong place. No, it's, and it's always her, her fault. fault. She should have learned. If not the first time, then the second, then probably the third. So do you want to hear what we did? I do. So this is the game plan. So we were going to go to Dave and Buster's for some fine food and fun. (laughs) Is that a manly thing? Is that, like, something only men do? No, but it seems like a manly thing to do. You know, like, pub, you have the pub food, you have the video games, the drinks... It seems like a guy's night out in my head. You know, I can see that. I can definitely see that. Like adult Chuck E. Cheese type thing. Oh, I was thinking of... <laughs> no. <laughs> I was thinking of just like, it was just a bar. Like, I, I thought Dave & Buster's was a chain of bars. <laughs> like, you just went out to a bar? A bar? When I'm 19? When you're no. not... That, no, I was just concerned about I'm like, is that... Do women not go to bars? <laughs> No, it's it's basically just think Chuck E. Cheese, but like adult version. Like sports. Yeah, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, like a sports bar with okay. all the arcade games. Okay. 
Then after we eat and talk, we were going to go play some arcade games. And then after that, we were going to catch the thriller movie, Knock at the Cabin. This is going to be fun. Oh, I need you need to tell me how that went. Anyways. I, I will. So I told Zach absolutely nothing until we got on the car to go. Zach got all dressed up. Like we were going somewhere really nice and expensive. And I was wearing this Western thing. And I remember coming down the stairs in that the Western fit, Lizzie Joe's outfit. And Zach was like, you look fantastic. It's like, okay. And he's like, I've never seen that belt before. And I'm like, I've had this since high school. But yeah, I don't wear it because it's quite a flashy piece of, yeah. We need to date guys who are worse. To us, huh? Like, just, we need to find guys whose immediate reaction isn't, you are so beautiful every time. <laughs> it's really a detriment to this podcast. I think as a business investment, we need to find at least secondary boyfriends who are worse than Tanner and Zach. Who are like, you look like a rat today, no offense. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's, they're really lacking in the being a piece of shit department. Or you look like Sid from Toy Story today. <laughs> that is... Has somebody said that to you? No. I oh just pulled gosh. that out of nowhere. She. W- I just want to say she looked me dead in the eyes and said, you look like Sid from Toy Story today. <laughs> Which you're not wrong, but like... Not. I try to exude the vibe of Sid from Toy Story. This is why I'm like Regina George. This is, yeah. That was the bitchiest thing I've ever said and done. Right? I can, t- I can tell you 1,000% that is not true. All right, what did I do? <laughs> I I don't know. I can't give you a specific example. I'm just saying. As soon as I said we were going to Dave and Buster's, he immediately started laughing. And I was definitely doing an evil laugh in my head. He said he was excited for dinner and a show. And, you know, I'm just going to include, I'm just going to show you a little bit of a recording from his reaction to when I said we were going to Dave and Buster's. Because, you know, it adds, I think it adds to the... I love that. The story. We're going to buy tickets for that first. And then <laughs> for dinner and our second activity, we're and it's half off today, we're going to Dave and Buster's because I've never been there. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do <laughs> for dinner and fun. Dinner and a show? <laughs> dinner and a show. Holy shit. <laughs> Does he think you're joking at this point? Yeah. Just, you, just wait. He thinks, okay. I'm, I'm a lucky man. <laughs> you got me dressed up all fancy for David Buster? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How was okay. the ploy? Wow. I thought we were going to go somewhere nice. No. Because I was like, oh yeah, this is Elizabeth's journey. This is my dream day, Zach. Uh, David Buster's? Yeah. It sounds fun. Like an arcade date with yeah. your <laughs> cutie patootie boyfriend? Yeah, it sounds fun. Okay. Uh, it does sound actually a lot, like a lot of fun. You're, you're cheap. Get, you're going to get beat, though. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The flip when he backtracks when he realizes you're serious. He did the tanner thing. <laughs> he pulled a tanner. Where he's like, okay, all right, it's going to be fun. We're gonna, I'm gonna beat you at the arcade games. This is totally a dream date. I can see why. Like, he just immediately, yes, yes, this is a great idea, babe. He was also, I think, excited that it was gonna be cheap and that he could beat me at the games. I think it was like a side for him to show how okay, competitive what? he was. What was Zach, like, what's Zach's version of formal? Was he or was he not wearing sneakers? Well, he only owns like one pair of shoes. So he wore, wore those. Were they sneakers? They're bands, so yeah. So yeah, okay. But he was wearing like a button up and like nice pants and a pea coat, like a gray pea coat, like a collared <laughs> coat with a watch. He wore a watch, like a nice watch. Wow, he just really thought that you were gonna treat him to something nice, which you did. Yeah, Dave and Buster's, fine food and fun, classy fine food and games, classy, classy. Yeah, dinner and a show. Yeah, dinner and a show, as he said. So we went to the outdoor mall where Dave and Buster's is at, and the the parking lot was filmed to the brim because across from that mall is the stadium where the Jazz play, and apparently they were playing that night, and I didn't know. So we were just driving around this parking garage over and over again looking for a spot, and I'm like, oh shoot, we're going to miss 
like our movie and not have time for anything. We were very tempted to park in a handicapped spot. I know it's terrible. Um, (laughs) Cancel Elizabeth. But luck was on our side. We did find one eventually. After a handicap spot? You parked in a handicap spot? No. She, Elizabeth parked in a handicap spot. No. She had to look for it, but she found it in no. a handicap spot. No. We found an empty spot. Cancel Elizabeth. Anyways. <laughs> and we sat down to enjoy, enjoy our meal. What I found, like, really shocking and surprising was Dave and Buster's has salmon and steak. Are you serious? I am dead serious. They serve that kind of food. Wait, so, like, is this, like, not just, like, bar food? It's, like, a sit-down restaurant, too? Okay, the layout is really weird. Basically, imagine you walk in, and on your left side is this, like, crazy arcade with, you know, the flashing lights and all the weird noises, and it's, like, really obnoxious. And then on the other side... You have screens playing sports games on every inch of the wall. I'm talking like 50 screens. She called it sports games. Yeah, sports games. Because I'm just telling you some sports board. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just couldn't get past that. Continue, continue. So like one side, one side is like a Chuck E. Cheese, like an arcade, Mm -hmm. and then the other side is just like a sports bar. Yeah, like a sports bar, like Buffalo Wild Wings or something. Mm -hmm. And you have like the bar and tables. So we say we want to eat first because we're starving. And we're looking at the menu and we're like, okay, we don't want to spend $36 on salmon from here. Like, we're just going to get burgers. You know, play it safe. So we ordered that and it was taking a long time to come out. So I was using this time to, you know, kind of get in character. Again, with an evil smirk, I turned on the Lizzie Joe character and I started telling blonde jokes. Hell yeah. <laughs> because I'm like, hell yeah. Oh, guy's favorite joke. I um, have experienced so many dumb blonde jokes, being a blonde, by creepy guys. So I'm like, this is my time to own it. So you're going to be a creepy guy to Zach, who's yeah, not a blonde. who's not a blonde, as I'm the blonde telling the blonde jokes. Take the power back, ladies. Also, use this time to go on weird tangents about, you know, investing in stocks, making money, building muscles. Just like I was... Doing the whole finance bro thing where it's like, oh, I need some creatine because I want to work on those, like, hand muscles, my grip strength. You're a business bro. Yeah. You're just... Mm-hmm. Why is this person's name Lizzie Joe and not Chad? Because, like, she has to be kind of... She has to be, like, a guy's dream. Like, I doesn't want to oh, date okay. another guy, like, this kind of guy, you know what you're I'm the, talking about? You're the fan fiction, I'm not like other girls. Yes. Yeah. Plus stocks. Plus stocks. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Anyways, then our food came, and we were down tremendously for food. We were down bad for food. It was that bad. We were just like, I need food. We were like the shaky hungry, you know, like the... Oh, yeah, like I am right now. Oh, me too. So we stopped talking, and all we cared about was the plate in front of us. And once we started to fill up with the food, we realized how terrible the food was. It tasted so stale, the french fries, and like almost mildewy. The burger was very bland and like cardboard, like you were chewing it. It was, food is food, right? But we had to like drown it in ketchup. It was bad. This podcast is sponsored by Dave and Buster's. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Okay, okay. And I just have to say that on one of the walls, like right in front of us, it was giving like the history of Dave and Buster's. And it said this establishment was made so that people can enjoy fine food and fun. And I'm like, is this fine food? I think I'm being lied to here. It was so bad um, that we started making a tier list of chain restaurant burgers and how we would rank them. You know, we were like, okay, five guys in and out Like, those are, like, on the top. Like, Okay, I was I'm like, you better be nice to in and out Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, those are on the top. Like, this... We 100% agreed the, this was the worst burger that we had ever had. Wow. I know. <laughs> oh, it was like great. cafeteria level. In cafeteria burgers, level. Whoa. Like middle school cafeteria. That is a serious accusation. I will stand true to I will him. see you in court mm-hmm. with my In-N-Out burger. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we went to the arcade. And luckily, the games were half off when we went. And we started with Walking Dead, a shooting simulator, because, you know, that seems like a good guy thing to do. And then we played, like, classics like skee-ball, basketball, the Wheel of Fortune. That's when we saw an axe-throwing machine game. No. It happened. It was destiny. It was the dream. So, um, and I'm going to post this video on social media so you guys can see how it worked. But basically... 
It had a target made out of rubber pegs and you would throw this axe onto the target and it would kind of catch it in between these like rubber pegs. Mm. Um, and then if you hit it, threw it wrong or didn't throw it hard enough, it would fall off the target. Like it wouldn't stick into it and it would fall onto this treadmill that would send the axes back to you. What the hell? It was very elaborate for That is arcade. a high tech. You see what I can't, so I can throw sharp things at a piece of wood. What I can't do is throw a not sharp thing at a board of pegs and have a treadmill but give it back to me. It was really Quality stressful. Experience. But guess what? Zach was so good at it, he kept hitting the bullseye. He made second place on the all-time leaderboard at this Dave & Buster's location. Has he ever thrown an axe before? No. I don't think he has. This is male privilege. That's insane. Mm Mm-hmm. And he didn't seem to, like, act like I was acting different. Like, he wasn't very suspecting, you know. He was, like, very supportive. Like, we were having fun. Again, we need to find new boyfriends. I know. I But I also was just so caught up in the moment. Like, it was a lot of fun. No, me too. I I got that. I got that. Yeah. We redeemed our tickets and had 300, which sounds like loads of tickets. But it's, you know, at an arcade, it's like... You get a ring pop. That's it. You worked for that ring we, pop. We you did. did not devalue that ring pop. We ended up getting a shot glass and this weird rubber fish. And I will have to show you pictures of the shot glass and the weird rubber fish. This is going to be the same weird rubber fish that was right by my face as I was trying to figure out how to crack open a crab. Yeah, there's a connection. Elizabeth planned this. I planned She this. planted the fish. She planted the I fish planted to watch. the fish. Um, but yeah, I didn't want the state to end. We were having a lot of fun. It was one of the best nights, like just one of those nights you don't want to end. I know that sounds so weird. Wow. It was just that fun. And then we went to go see the movie, and it was it was a really good movie. I was I, wanting to go see that. Yeah, it just like kept me on the edge of my seat the whole time, especially for only taking place in one setting, like a cabin. Wow. It did an excellent job with the characters and like the plot and the tension, and you're guessing who to believe and. I got so engrossed in the film, I started crying at the very wow. end of it. And then after it, I was just in shell shock because I like I was grieving what that happened. Is, Elizabeth, you wanted to be manly, you wanted to be a bro. No emotions. I know. You failed. See, I no emotions, bottle them up. Uh, this I think I pulled off the character until I bawled. Like that was the moment where I'm like, that's where I went out of character. It was really only bad. Grown men only cry. In the notebook. I know. That is the only time. That is the so, only movie in which grown men can cry. The notebook. I I say that in from a the standpoint of toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. which is what Elizabeth is going for. Correct. Because, because yes. I'm the one. Yeah. Which is what Elizabeth was trying to do is just, you yeah. can cry whenever you want. It's great. Yeah. But you, if you are sad, you have to take it out as anger. That's. Yeah. So Elizabeth failed. Though. Cancel Elizabeth. I failed. I failed. And, you know, I'll have to let Zach be the judge of if he believed my character or not. So I'll let him edit in a clip of him critiquing my acting skills. It was pretty mid, not going to lie. So I guess I won't be losing a guy in 10 days because he seemed to... Well, they're going to be losing us in 10 days because we need to find boyfriends that make for better content. Shitty boyfriends to rant yeah, about. Yeah, we need, we need something to rant about, and That's... if it's not going to be our boys, then who is it going to be? Who is it going to be? But yeah, yeah, overall, I had so much fun. I got so caught up in the moment that I probably acted more like myself than Lizzie Joe. But I also learned from Lizzie Joe to just let go and live in the moment while still being my real self. Sometimes we get so used to being prepared for things that we lose sight of the beauty that comes with the unknown. You know, when I'm trying to plan everything and I want things to go a certain way. It's scary, sure, but at the end of the day, it's inevitable. So I might as well embrace it. Just like I embrace crying at the end of a movie, eating a gross burger, and that my boyfriend might be an axe murderer. I support that. I fully believe that. (laughs) Well, that would make for great content. It would. If he could just come out and, like say that he is an axe murderer, that'd be great content. Maybe he's like Ted Bundy, where maybe him and Tanner are like Ted Bundy types, where it's like, you never would guess it, but they are. I think we had this conversation not too long ago, where Tanner is not physically capable of hating someone. Zach is. Zach is. Zach could. I don't think Tanner could. I don't think Tanner could, yeah. Tanner is the sweetest. Zach, however. (laughs) Zach is very sweet, but he could do harm if he wanted. Oh, yes. That is very, very true. I mean... Yeah, it was really weird doing these things that are so out of my comfort zone. 
dude, I was so self-conscious, like, cracking that crab open. <gasps> it almost felt like we were, like, going on our first date again. Mm-hmm. I was just nervous because mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I'm going to be a different person. But Tanner said it best in that we had a great time having a bad time. Mm-hmm. And we just learned that it really is what you make of it. Mm-hmm. You can choose to be upset that the monster trucks are loud and are vibrating the entire area around you. Or you can choose to laugh at the guy running across the track. Mm-hmm. Um, my man Lunchbox, once again, shout out. But <laughs> Shout out to Lunchbox. Shout out to Lunchbox, carries the weight of the world on his shoulders one and does it beautifully. One day we'll be interviewing him and we'll know we made it. I know, I will find him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's... Really, it is just what you make of it. I could have, we could have chosen to have, like, be really upset with the food and trying to, like, having to harvest our own food, but instead it was just an adventure. Something that I have heard before that I really enjoy was that um, mistakes or failures are just portals of discovery. Mm. And, well, now I know that I am not a big fan of seafood boils. Mm-hmm. Going on our dream dates was really fun. Would mm-hmm. you like to hear the crappy joke I told Tanner as we were oh, walking out? I would love to. Make sure. hey, Tanner, why was six afraid of seven? Why? Because seven was a monster truck. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're walking. <laughs> And then he let go of my hand and walked in front of me. I love that. He's like, I can't be with this anymore. This is, that's where Tanner draws the line. That's where he's like, I I can't support this. He draws the line at bad jokes. At bad jokes. Are you ready for your next task? I'm scared, but I'm ready. I'm, I now learned that I can be not prepared. So throw it at me. You're scready. Yes. I am scready. Yes. Throw it at me like an x-ray. Come on, go. Take your hit. This month's theme is wacky wellness. What? We are going to go test out wellness activities that could be trendy, could be just something that is just weird. Hmm. So like what I'm going to do, I'll tell you right now, is I'm going to take essential oils instead of my antidepressants and see how it goes. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> something we shouldn't Sounds like a great idea. I'm just kidding. Absolutely do not do that. Don't that do is it. a terrible idea. Wellness includes exercise, just Mental health, physical health, just something okay. that is out of the ordinary. Okay. Something interesting. All right. This will be fun. Hell yeah, it'll for, be. For March Madness, we're going to be taking care of ourselves. That was totally planned. In a w- wacky way. Wack, wacky wellness, my friends. <gasps> Dude, I I definitely came up with, like, the, uh, before I thought through what it actually meant, I definitely just came up with the uh, alliteration, wacky wellness. I'm like, well, now what does that even mean? You know, I think I need to start doing that. Because, you know, like, there's... Have you ever just, like, looked at a movie in Known that, like, the title for the movie came before the movie was actually written? Yeah, yeah. Like, 80 for Brady? Mm-hmm. There's no way they wrote that movie and then came up with the title. Yeah. There's no way. They just were like, okay, we know what we, this needs to be about because we need to release it during Super Bowl. We need He's this retiring. title. Yeah. We need to market this. We need to make this big. Yeah, we need this particular title, and then we can make the story go with it. Okay. And I respect that. We, so, we should do that. 20 for something. 20 for money. Find us on your local street corner in the heels. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> on that note, we have a street corner to go walk. So it is time to get, get out, loser. loser.